With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, good morning, everybody. A happy Thursday to you. It's the morning show with Preston Scott. Show 5007. Whenever I see 007, I just have in my head. The James Bond era. Hey, good to be with you this morning. I'm Preston. That's Grant Allen over there running the show. Steve Stewart with us today. Dr. David Hartz. And my visit yesterday with Stephanie Lidecker and Courtney Armstrong, co-hosts of the Idaho Massacre, the uh, following the case of the slain students at the University of Idaho. And we'll get to all that and unpack it all throughout the program. We always start with a verse of scripture. I'm going to share a couple of them. Second Corinthians 5.20, we are therefore Christ's ambassadors. As though God were making his appeal through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. In 1 John 2, verses 3 through 6, it says this, We know that we have come to know him if we keep his commands. Whoever says, I know him, but does not do what he commands is a liar. The truth is not in that person. Well, that's strong, right? But if anyone obeys his word, love for God is truly made complete in them. This is how we know we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. I have a, um, I have these rubber wristbands and I had them made and I had them made in five different colors, and I've given them out to people in the family that want one and buddies who want one. And it's embossed with the letters DWJD. You know, for how long WWJD was the thing? What would Jesus do? I was never satisfied with that because I've always believed that we know what Jesus would do. I wanted something a little bit more direct to remind myself to do what Jesus did. When you look at 2 Corinthians and it says, we are Christ's ambassadors. I don't know that we take that as literally 
as we ought to. Day to day, moment by moment. And I get it. We're human. I'm certainly human. I certainly fall short. But I, to this day, push myself to try to be and to remember to be. That's really crucial, to remember to be an ambassador. If you're an ambassador to anything, you represent it to the best of your ability. And that's our mission, to represent God, to represent Christ. And if you apply that to yourself every morning, every day as you begin, and you, you think about that, it's, um, it's an attitude changer. See, there you go. You know, I did it again yesterday. I forgot at the end of the show to put the scripture back out there. I'm going to get it. I'm going to figure out the way to do it. I I have managed to figure out how to make things habits for 21 years around this place. I'm going to figure it out. So just bear with me. I had a listener say, it would be great when you wrap up the show, when you do the morning show 180, if you would start with the scripture because I miss it. Now, of course, you can go back to the to the podcast and it's the first thing you would hear right so that's one way but it's a great point and so i'm i'm going to try my best to make that a habit as we wrap up the program all right we're going to come back open up the american patriots almanac it's september 14th what's history tell us happened on this date we'll share it next on the morning show with preston scott Find more on his blog, WFLAFM.com, keyword Preston. Twelve minutes after the hour. 14th of September. Seventeen sixteen, Boston Light, the first lighthouse in America, is kindled for the first time. In eighteen fourteen, after watching the British bombard Fort McHenry in Baltimore during the War of eighteen twelve, Francis Scott Key noted that the flag was still there. And rode the Star-Spangled Banner. Woo! Woo! Come on! I will tell you, isn't it at the Smithsonian Museum of American History? Isn't that flag hanging? I believe it is. They don't let you take flash pictures. It's very dark in there because they don't want to cause it to disintegrate but seeing the flag that was still there it's one of the most 
goosebump-inducing things I've ever personally seen in my life. It's right next to seeing the tent that George Washington conducted the Revolutionary War from. It's one of the best exhibitions and revelations ever. If you go to Philadelphia, take your chances, wear your Kevlar, and and go, <laughs> go to the historic part, which is spectacular, and you go to the Museum of the American Revolution, there is a presentation that talks about the, the, the tent that George Washington had with him. He insisted on being with his men. And they pull up this scrim, and there it is, the tent, and they tell the story how it had been preserved through time. And, it, and there it is. It's the tent that you see in some paintings. And it's the thing. It's it's just, whoo. But just to see the flag that was still there, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it right now. 1847, U.S. forces, including Marines, capture Mexico City and raise the flag over the halls of Montezuma. Come on. we got to go back there and put our flag up over them. Let them feel what it's like for us. And on September 14th, 1901, President William McKinley died in Buffalo. An assassination. A few minutes after 3.30 that same day, Theodore Roosevelt took the oath of office to become the 26th president of the United States at the age of 42. 16 minutes after the hour. It's the morning show with Preston Scott. All right. As of now, FSU football, of course, this weekend at Boston College. See what the weather does, but you'll be able to listen to the pregame show beginning at 9.30 in the morning. Come on, get some of that. On 94.9 TNT, 96.5 The Spear, and in Panama City on Rock 94.5. With the kickoff... At noon, featuring I'm Jeff Colhane and William Barnon Floyd. Come on. I'll probably be announcing this a few times. I heard you guys talk about this a week or so ago on Talon Outdoors. Um, chronic wasting disease. As I understand the problem, when the deer population gets too big, and I don't know if it's from inbreeding, I, I don't I don't know how it all happens, but that when it does, it's a big problem because it spreads fast among the deer population. And earlier this summer, FWC confirmed a roadkill, a four-and-a-half-year-old female white-tailed deer in Holmes County, 
tested positive for CWD. And so Florida Fish and Wildlife will be holding some uh, question-answer things at a couple of areas, one in Bonifay coming up next Tuesday, another in October in Mariana. Opportunity for residents in those areas to ask questions, but they are very concerned about the spread of this. And they are asking any of you, and I'm sharing this now because, I mean, truthfully, hunters tend to be up early. That's just kind of a life style that they live. They tend to be up early. If you see a sick, abnormally thin deer or you find a deer dead from unknown causes, call the hotline that they have set up and report the animal's location. I heard J.D. and Charlie talk about it, and they described the deer as almost being zombie-like. Number 866-CWD-WATCH or 866-293-9282. 866-293-9282. And you would report the animal's location right there. So, yeah, just something to pay attention to. Uh, We might have gone a little far letting this deer population get a bit out of hand. And I get it. They're cute. They're adorable. But they're really growing in numbers in areas that are problematic. And they could just trash a yard. Anything you've planted. We We have to take that into consideration. It's like I wanted to plant an entire area with some tulip bulbs. Uh Uh-uh. They love tulips. Can't do it. Cannot do it. Can't put them there. Got to put them in my backyard where you don't have, where I've got it fenced. So anyway, um, New York woman having no success, pretty little girl, uh, Carolina Geitz, Getz, 29-year-old living in New York. She is a influencer and a model. Talking with friends saying, yeah, the dating apps aren't working. And she's she's 29, wants to be married. And they said, well, just, they, they got tired of her belly aching about it. They said, go make a sign. So she did. She grabbed a piece of cardboard from a box and hand wrote, looking for a husband, and walked through the streets of New York. Hold, first of all, I don't know how smart that is, but her the video of it has garnered ten million, more than ten million views and one point two million likes since it was posted uh, eleven days ago. She has fifty seven thousand followers on her TikTok profile. She's she has previously held up signs for giggles saying "Need money for Cartier, need money for Chanel." honestly that's funny i don't know if anyone would give her money and i would hope not but that's that is kind of funny that's right up there with the guys who's hold who are sitting on the street saying why lie need money for beer you know but um it, you know I, desperate times right desperate times call for desperate measures i suppose 
some people posting underneath on TikTok said, so you're telling me to run to Hobby Lobby, get some markers and poster board? <laughs> I don't, here's my advice to you. Love Jesus. Love Jesus and, uh, and have your discernment sharpened. But uh, I, yeah, I don't know about those, the apps and all that stuff, but whatever, to each their own. I, I don't know what you would do in this day and age. I really don't. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Thirty-five minutes past the hour. It's the morning show with Preston Scott. It's Grant Allen there. Big stories in the press box. Brought to you by Custom Care Dry Cleaning. Just some headlines here. Sixteen hundred and nine scientists and informed professionals signed the Global Climate Intelligence Group's World Climate Declaration. It begins, climate science should be less political, while climate policies should be more scientific. There is no climate emergency. For those of you living in Leon County, I'm sorry, but this is the price you pay for electing nothing but primarily nothing but Democrats. Hardcore illiberals. Being led by hardcore illiberals. They hire hardcore illiberals. And we'll find out more from uh, Steve Stewart in just a little bit what the Florida Capital County has just signed into. Another big story, breaking sort of, somewhat, kind of. Federal judge in Texas declared yesterday the revised version of the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, the DACA program, is illegal. Once again, reiterating the Obama-era federal policy is unlawful. It should have come from Congress. It didn't. And so Texas and eight other states that have been actively opposing have been um, found to be correct. So we'll see where this goes from here. What does this do to impact at the board? We don't know. What I can guarantee you is the Biden administration will just keep doing what it wants, not what the law says. They'll find a way around it. Inflation. Heating back up because fuel prices are climbing. Prices are 3.7% higher than they were last year at the same time. The number 3.7, higher than estimates, higher than predictions. 
whistleblower says uh, a senior level CIA agent has told Congress that at the end of the CIA COVID review, six of the seven members of the team believed the intelligence and science were sufficient to make a low-confidence assessment that COVID-19 originated from a laboratory in Wuhan, China. The team's seventh member, who was the most senior person, was the only person to believe the virus originated from an animal. The six were paid money bribed to change their official opinion does that surprise anybody by the way that laboratory was receiving in in a, in essence funding from taxpayers of the united states to do research to create the very thing that you're dealing with covid 19 And to show you how weak the Democrat Party is these days, their candidate for a swing seat in the Virginia House of Delegates has taken her open marriage with her husband and has been engaging in explicit sexual acts for pay on video. If you pay me this campaign contributions I will do this with my husband that you can watch and she's proud of it not going to use her name not going to even go there but that shows you could you imagine would the Republicans ever allow that have someone run as a Republican doing that no no there there are lines And if you think differently, prove it to me. 40 minutes past the hour. It's the morning show. Preston Scott. Like a bantha. On News Radio 100.7 WFLA. So ironic. As the news comes out that Leon County's commission signs on all but one commissioner. Brian Welch was the only commissioner that didn't sign on to the climate change thing. Leon County Commission adopts resolution declaring climate emergency. What what a foolish set of people. I, I, I'm just I'm just dumbfounded. I really am. I can only excuse some who don't who have an actual job and don't have time to dig and so they they rely on the county administrator and his minions. It's, it's just, it's unbelievable. All right, another story here. We'll talk more about that with Steve Stewart again. There is a new trend among younger workers. 
Here we go. Gen Z millennials, right? Can I get a what, what? Um, you ever heard of time blindness? No. Yep. It's a thing now. Especially Gen Zers apparently are afflicted with time blindness. They can't calculate how long it takes to do a task. And so they underestimate usually how much time something will take or overestimate how quickly they can take care of a task. And they may lose track of time altogether in their life and be chronically late for everything. And and I'm I'm looking at this article and it says time blindness is an issue on the job with younger workers how to manage it. Gen Z workers say they need some accommodations. Of course they say. Gen Zers may say things like I've been waiting over an hour. It's actually been 10 minutes. No clue. No concept. No grasp of time. Now, inside this article, they say that time blindness could be a symptom of ADHD. Oh, gosh. Are we going to just, are we going to diagnose every, every lazy trait, every lack of discipline, every poor choice with some malady to excuse it? That's where we're going, you know. I I have I have long believed there has always been ADD, ADHD, all of these things. We are just now seeing it everywhere we look. And we are over-medicating people to the nth degree to accommodate whatever the diagnosis is. I'm sorry. I am not there. I, and it might be why I've never started a business. Because I would be an unsympathetic boss to that stuff. I would say, get to work on time. And whatever you have to do to make that happen, do it. And if you can't, well, it's been nice working with you. And no, I won't lie when I give a a review of your work to your future employer. The Morning Show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. officials going all in on this ridiculousness while they continue to drive their cars and use all the all their petroleum-based products and it's the same pattern you realize that we just went through covid with the exact same playbook that was rolled out for global warming it's the exact same one 
here's the narrative. You darn well better follow it. If you deviate from it and you're a scientist and expert in the field, you're out of the club. You no longer have favored status at all. You're going to be cut off from grants. You're going to be cut off from your position. You're going to be cut out of teaching. You're going to be cut out of writing, peer-reviewed uh, material. No, 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 no. You're out of the club. You either sign on or you're out. Look what happened during COVID. Because it's been so successful during global warming nonsense. Remember that? Global warming? We didn't start hearing even remotely that term until we had the little heat wave. When? In the summer. You know, when it gets hot. Watch what happens when the cold weather comes. Not going to talk about global warming anymore. We're going to be hearing about climate change and climate disruption. And these are the anomalies, these kinds of blizzards and these kinds of ice storms. These are the anomalies that come with, with climate disruption. Wait, whatever. What happened to global warming? Global warming is a global rise in temperature. It, everything, it's warmer. It's not colder, it's warmer. Sea level rise do me a favor. Take a look at some photos of the Statue of Liberty when they first started taking pictures of it. <clears throat> you know, a wide shot showing the water line. And then look at a photo from, oh, I don't know, last week. And let me know what you see. How about the fact that at three and a half feet above sea level... You would think the Maldives would be the last place you'd want to build a very expensive multi-million dollar resort. But all the major hotels and resort builders are right there in the Maldives building new resorts. They must really be dumb. Throwing all that money away and they don't even... <laughs> God, this annoys me. And some of you buy into this. And they're laughing at you. Flying private. Using their entourages with the caravans of black SUVs. All, by the way, running on gas. Because, of course, you know, like John Kerry said... I'm doing something that's important for the world, so I think I should be allowed to travel in private jets. Because I'm doing something. I'm, I'm better than you. The same crap over and over. The same playbook. And because it was successful with global warming, they rolled it out again during COVID. Silence dissent, shut them all down, create the narrative. The media is going to follow what the Dems roll out in policy, and it's over. Because too many people don't know how to think anymore. Critical, th this is, this is when, when you hear people talk about the dumbing down of a culture. When you remove critical thinking skills from, from two or three generations of kids going through school, this is what you get, sheep. They 
we have more and more people that are unable to think for themselves. And God, it's frustrating. You got to punch back at this stuff. Got to. Steve Stewart's on deck. Come in, talk with Steve about this ridiculousness locally as well as some other things. Thursday, morning show with Preston Scott. Stay with us. Hour number two is next. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Second hour of the morning show with Preston Scott, show 5007. That's Grant Allen. I'm Preston. Thursday, September 14th. And that means we are visited by the executive editor of Tallahassee Reports. He is Steve Stewart. Hello, sir. Good morning. How are you? I'm, I'm doing okay. Am I squealing? There we go. Yeah, well, it ain't me. I'm not squealing. I'm not saying a word. Um, you can't make me talk, see? You can't make me. Um, I've already been been panning the whole thing. Local county officials, I will not call them leaders. I will call them officials uh, elected at the behest of the leadership, I guess, the administrative leadership in the county, have signed on to some cl- climate nonsense. What are we doing? Yeah, so, you know, I've spent a lot of time looking at this and, you know, have a couple of theories on this. First of all, this is a resolution that carries, yeah, all it does is pretty much give some of these progressives ammunition to say, look, we're we're doing something. I'm very disappointed that there wasn't a discussion about it. You know, you have this youth groups, this youth group that is up there making comments and and they're teenagers. And so... The problem is, is if you read the resolution, it wasn't written by them. It was written by some other group, and they're using them as tools to get this, these resolutions passed in local governments so they can go back at the national level and say, look at all these local governments that agree, agree that we're in a climate emergency. Does anybody get a chance to speak against this? Oh, well, sure, they do, and, and nobody did. And in addition to that, the county commissioners did not say a word. Even the one commissioner that voted against it remained quiet and did not address some, I think, the glaring issues in the resolution, calling out the United States, basically trashing the United States, um, not mentioning any other foreign countries, uh, making it a very divisive racial issue. I mean, they're talking a climate emergency. They, they actually are talking about job training in this resolution. And so it's this, it's this catch-all resolution. And so... You know, look, I, I have a pretty good relationship with all the county commissioners, and I try to figure out, I can understand a couple of them in terms of their ideological sway, why they would support this. But I think the ones that don't support it, don't even, they're like, look, I don't even want to have to waste my time dealing with this because it doesn't mean anything. I'm looking at two teenagers that are advocating for this. What am I going to do? Ask them, you know, technical questions. It's yeah. Like, I know. So they just let it go. Expose them for being pawns. I agree, and you can do that actually probably without 
addressing them directly, but there was no comments made about this. So, you know, David O'Keefe, who has become part of the progressive wing here in Leon County, along with Commissioner Mallow, Commissioner Porter, is the one that was pushing this. So this is a feather in his cap, and we're one of eight local governments in the state of Florida that have signed on to this nonsense. And, you know, the way I like to talk about it is it's not about it's, the fraud isn't the climate change because climate's changing, right? The fraud is what these people are saying we have to do to try to address climate change, and that and that is the that is the fraud. I mean, I saw there's they're saying that we're going to be 100 percent carbon neutral in the city of Tallahassee and Leon County in 2050. No, we're not. And if you believe that, you're nuts. <laughs> the fraud is also expressed and exposed in the lack of any other voice that's allowed to speak you truth is never afraid of dissent that exactly and the thing about this is is like a lot of other issues once you open your mouth once they figure out that you're going to question something then you get put into this little box i mean look the biden administration came out with a study the biden administration came out with a study that said quote climate change will have negligible effects on economic growth in the united states for the next 50 years Okay. And so, okay. So you've got that, right? That's an, so why are we, so why is there an emergency? And yeah, all right, well, you know, we have probably not a good idea. We almost had a hurricane hit us, Steve. That's the other thing. Have you ever read what NOAA says about that? NOAA? That, hey, one of these, one of these uh, scientist groups that a lot of people respect. Is there, is there an increase in intensity or the number of hurricanes in the last 30 years? No. Well, certainly in the media there has been, but, but there not. isn't one. And that, and yeah. So the thing is, to throw out those facts, you can still talk about climate change. Because again, if you look at it, I mean, climate changes all the time. Always has. The, the response to it and arguing that that you can, you know, have some kind of impact on it by, you know, the the these extreme measures is the fraud. I just remember, I'm still, you're still old enough to remember when we got pushed out of... Uh, out of out of paper grocery bags to plastic. Now plastic's bad. We got pushed out of plastic bags, went to paper straw or pa- plastic straws, went to paper straws. Now paper straws are the most dangerous to your body. I don't know if you knew that or yet, folks. But see, this is how it all works. It's a shell game. Sorry, it's ten minutes after the hour. I gotta stop. I, I need to just like walk out and start over. It's the morning show. This is The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Uh, 12 minutes after the hour, Steve Stewart with me. I said, you want to know climate change? People pooping on the sidewalks, that's climate change. That changes your climate in a minute. That's a good segue. Thank you. (laughs) City of Tallahassee held a meeting. What they're meeting? They did. What they talk you know, about? I watched the whole thing, and that's um, tough. I and you know, it takes sedatives when you watch those things. <laughs> I, I chuckle every now and then. I'd have to take something. So a couple of issues, and, and the next segment we'll talk about the tax increase and my proposal to do away with the tax increase. And I think I stumbled on something big there, but okay. that could, could just be me. Um, you watch these meetings, you, you do get a flavor of what's going on in the community, you know. And and so a couple of things just to note. Greyhound bus station downtown, yeah. which has been there since the 40s, is going to be no more. That's going to be available land. 
Um, and so they're homeless shelter. Let's put a homeless shelter there. <laughs> they're going to move over to. They're going to move their operations over to the CK Steel Plaza, which is plenty of room in CK Steel Plaza. That's a safe, secure place. Yeah. And so that was voted on. They're actually going to pay the city sixty grand a year to use some of the uh, facilities there for their uh, for the Greyhound bus network. So I thought that was an interesting. Uh, agenda There's not item. an inside terminal there, is there? No, it's all outside. Oh, so lovely. Yeah. Great so, place to wait for a bus. So You're traveling the country. But one of the things that was interesting, uh, another thing is the Charter Review Committee. Yeah. Uh, they have moved forward with this, and this is actually important. This could actually, is going to impact Northeast Tallahassee, and I think sort of your move to sort of your your desire to de-annex. I think this is going to provide some ammo? ammo for this. So we haven't had a Charter Review Committee set up since 2009 and back then uh they put a committee together they all you know met a few times and did nothing and so now it's 13 years later i guess 13 or 14 and so we're going to do a charter review committee again last night they they'd already voted to do that it was three two the progressives don't want to do it but now they're going to do it and so last night they they sort of uh, dealt with the the process and some of the issues and diane williams cox came up with some issues that she wants to see addressed and one of them is districting um, instead of electing the city commissioners at large, which results in all five commissioners being able to live in one apartment building if if they really wanted to. Um, Communal commissioners. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, to divide the city up into districts like Leon County does. Like, is she suggesting it just be studied or is she favoring it? You know, I think she's suggesting that it be studied. This, okay. is, this is coming, I think, look. If you look at the 10 largest cities in Florida, we're the only one that does it the way we do it. Right. Okay. And the progressives, they hate this idea because that would really limit how many of them they could get elected. Because you're starting, if you do it geographically districting, you start to get diversity among ideological uh, persuasions. And also, the elections get easier for people to jump in because they're not as expensive. They're smaller. There's smaller number of people uh, in the districts. Yeah. That would create a district in Northeast Tallahassee, which would, you know, probably, again, we would have a moderate, you would think a moderate, at least a moderate voice on the city commission. That's one of the issues that's going to be addressed. And look, the way this is working right now with the city, um, if you start looking at the tax dollars that are coming from the Northeast, you're looking at the way the progressives trash the Northeast, Mm -hmm. you know, this is going to be interesting. This this would be one thing that could stave off a DNX talk is that, look, at least you're getting representation. Someone that lives in this area is on the city commission. The, the problem is, is the city electorate would have to vote for it. And so a majority. And if so, you would have to make the argument that, look, we've got to do this to keep the city together. Who can make that argument? Who would make that argument? Make Who's willing argument? to spend the money to make the argument to the electorate? Yeah, I don't. We'll have to wait and see how much steam this gets, and yeah. see if if the business community is involved. You know, it would will get involved with this, and you know, I think that look, I think Clarn Homeowners Association carries a lot of weight. I mean, it's four thousand homes. I think that they'll you know they'll get behind this. Um, and if you start looking again, you look at the tax money and where people are moving, and you look at the city, they complain about urban sprawl. But even Commissioner Matlow votes to annex in Northeast properties because why? Because they want the money, the money. Yeah. that they take and then spend on things, uh, you know, their pet projects. Well, I, if you want this, if you want there to be districts, the best way to do it, in my opinion, is to have a very strong conversation about the annexation. Exactly. You have to lead with, you have to have some leverage to get people to vote for that. That's how you do it.
Yes. So let's keep talking about de-annexation for those of you that live in the northeastern part of the community. And so the CRC will start, they will start the process. Uh, city commissioner will uh, appoint two people each, so there'll okay. be ten people, and then we'll get talking about that. That's how they'll start the process. More to come with Steve Stewart of Tallahassee Reports. Final segment, Steve Stewart with me from Tallahassee Reports. It's the morning show with Preston Scott and Alan over there running the show. And with me is Steve. Remember, subscribe to TallahasseeReports.com. Steve, um, you're following the budget. You're following the proposed tax increase and some of the things that kind of feed into all of it. Yeah, so it, the tax increase, which I think is... <laughs> Is not needed. I'm not. Under, I don't understand why they're doing it. It's it's to raise four or five million dollars a year on a two hundred million dollar budget, and and so they uh, Wednesday first public hearing went ahead and voted to raise the millage rate from four point one mills to four point four five. And again, as you clearly point out, that's in addition to the extra money they're getting because of the increase in value. I think the rollback rate was something like three point eight, maybe. So they're, we're putting more money into local government. Um, but, you know, the problem is, is you never got anybody, no business group, providing them alternatives. Chamber, t- Tallahassee Chamber's cowards. They're just cowards. Well, um, so, <laughs> and so. My words. <laughs> Preston Scott. Um, but, you know, look, if you start looking at the budget, and I've got an, uh, an op-ed coming out in the new newspa- newspaper that will be published uh, today, is that, look, we've got CRAs, okay, that are designed to you know, geographic areas where we t- we divert money from the general fund. Well, how much money are we diverting from the general fund to these CRAs? Forty million dollars over the next five years. So, in other words, if we didn't have the CRAs, the downtown and the Frenchtown South, you'd have CRA, forty million to play with over the next five years. Yeah, which is eight million a year. The tax increase is like four and a half million, right? So, my proposal is that the CRAs are also happen to be the geographic areas where crime is a problem. Mm-hmm. So, why would you take? CRA money and try to invest it for economic growth when you have a crime problem. It seems like you'd want to get rid of the crime problem first. So why not take three and a half million dollars a year from the CRA budgets, okay, and devote it to crime? All right. So that would be the first one. The second thing is Star Metro. And I, I think this is going to become an issue because I've looked at the numbers and pulled the federal reports. Preston, it is amazing. And this is not, I am not. Arguing, I can't wait for you to say this. I know. Go ahead. I can't. I am not arguing that we do away with Star Metro, okay? But there's got to be some serious reevaluation here. 2013, 13.5 million passenger miles is was in 2013, okay? And we paid 14 million dollars in expenses. That number now in 2021 is down to 3.5 million passenger miles. That's a 75 percent cut. I'm not giving up on Star Metro. The people that ride it are giving up on it. It's just not in demand. The expenses in 2021, $15 million for 3.5 million passenger miles. Now, I'm going to do some digging on this, but that looks to me like it's like $4 per passenger mile. Yeah, I want you to now take it to where that is understandable. If you pick someone up at the Walmart on Thomasville Road and drop them off downtown, what is that? Is that six miles? Give or take. That's $24. $24. Now, unless I'm looking at this wrong, that's what we're paying to tra- a passenger mile is $4. It's six miles. That's $24. You take them back to Walmart, that's another 20 That's $50 in a day. Now, 
look, I'm going to look into this, but this is something that's got to be addressed. And again, I'm not saying that there are not public transportation needs in the city of Tallahassee, but to continue to to continue to prop this up and then raise property taxes is, I mean, is crazy. If you do $48 a day for that round trip for someone that's working a job, five days a week, four weeks, we're being generous a year. That's $960 a month to take one person to and from downtown. Now, again, that's not the person paying this. This is no, your no, tax right, dollars right, subsidizing. Right. Now, that's the my problem point. is this, is that a lot of the money that is spent on this is subsidized from the feds. And so this, the city, these big cities, don't want to mess with that. They're providing them with these you know, these environmentally friendly buses. All right. But we are still spending about $10 million out of the general fund a year for Star Metro. And um, again, but that still is our money. Exactly. It's just a different pot. It's our tax dollars. Yeah, it's coming back, but we're still paying it. Exactly. Especially the general fund money. And so the point again is we're not at, you know, the riders are making the decision, they're not riding. And nobody wants to acknowledge it because it's, again, it's it's something when you start talking about the facts, this is a social service that people don't want. Why don't we start cutting it a little bit and putting the money somewhere else, like in the police officers? Well, the fact of the matter is, if people live in certain parts of town that are not getting service, they'll move to parts of town that are getting service if they need it. That was, My point was, look, get a more a more concise service that is used by more people and then if people that want want that can move into those areas if you limit it to just in town service around downtown midtown area then they take care of that problem of people not wanting to live downtown and midtown exactly but then there's the other problems expensive down there exactly good to see you thank you Preston. steve stewart tell judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the chumba life is for everybody so go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's the morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. <laughs> All righty. Halfway through the program Thursday on the morning show with Preston Scott. My interview yesterday with Stephanie Lidecker and Courtney Armstrong, co-hosts of the Idaho, Idaho Massacre, the story of the uh, the crime, the arrest, and now all of the maneuverings preparing for trial. They'll be covering all of it. And um, I'm I'm fans of their work. They uh, they did one about the Roden family. Uh, Murder in um, in Piketon, Ohio, Piketon County, and uh, that 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 boy you talk about crazy. Eight members of a family eliminated, just crazy by um, by another family over custody of a child. Incredible. Um. And and the family plotted it. I mean, mom, dad, brothers, just guilty admissions, 
um, plea deals, trials, convictions. I mean, it's just crazy. Anyway, big stories in the press box brought to you by Custom Care Dry Cleaning. Whistleblower says the CIA, six of seven officials that believed that COVID originated from a lab in Wuhan, China, were paid off to change their view. This is testimony from a senior-level CIA agent. And I believe the whistleblower is one of the six that was paid. First of all, doesn't that, in and of itself, just forget everything else, doesn't that all, doesn't that undermine everything related to covid Everything. How do you trust? Period. How do you trust? I I just, man. Inflation accelerated in August, uh, 3.7% year over year. It's not abating gas prices, all of that controlled by Biden. Biden up there saying he doesn't know what he did wrong. He doesn't have any idea why Congress is investigating him for, you know, on impeachment charges. (laughs) Federal judge in Texas declared the revised DACA program unlawful, just like the original. Congress has to do it. Can't come from the president. How how many times are we going to hear stuff like this? All right, 40 minutes after the hour. A little Optimum Health Naturally coming your way next on The Morning Show. It's The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Forty-one minutes after the hour. Time to get you feeling better and do so naturally. We're searching for optimum health. Joined by Dr. David Hartz. Good morning, sir. Uh, good morning, Preston. I think I might be breaking up a little bit this morning, but uh, I don't know why. I think um, AT and T is not helping me. Hey, hey, so, hey! Well, trust me. We're, we we face all kinds of enemies around here. <laughs> hey, hey okay. I, I, we started talking about nutrients and listing some of the most beneficial. Remind everybody where we, we kind of began. Well, we're trying to get a, maybe a basic program for people uh, that maybe don't have any really significant individual problem, but maybe just suffering um, from just maybe you know years going on or or just um, not any major particular problem. And people don't know where to start with this. And uh, I tried to come up with maybe three, maybe even four things that they could take uh, in general and and usually be in good shape. Years ago, you know, it was a multivitamin. Everybody took a multivitamin. We found that those, especially synthetic ones, were not good. They actually increased problems and not decreased them. And so it's become a little bit more specific, and, and you can't really get away with just one anymore. But we talked last time about an antioxidant, we mentioned uh, CoQ10, which is good. There's another one, resveratrol, which is also a, a generalized one that's good. I mean, they they will decrease overall inflammation, and that's what we're fighting. We're fighting inflammation in the body. That seems to be the big driver of most chronic disease. And then, you know, we talk about this a lot through the years, but um, the oils are just is so, so important because we're finding that they're they're really, really 
uh, a cause of some underlying inflammation in the body. So staying away from certain oils, and then also like safflower and, and vegetable oils and, and um, you know, canola and cottonseed and trying to stay to the uh, avocados and the olive oils, but also supplementing with fish oils. Really good idea because um, there's, I mean, there's all kinds of clinical studies on decreasing cardiovascular risk up to 25%, but you got to get good ones. you got to be sure that they have um, enough omega-3s in them, plus also they don't have any heavy metals in them. i got to be sure because they, we have problems with that, with mercury and so forth and, 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 and different fish oils. Uh, Nordic Naturals, those are a good one usually and um, good way to go with that. And then the last one would be a whole food supplement where you get, you know, greens and vegetables and you try to get them, you know, uh, as non-GMO and as organic as you possibly can. And because you get a broad, just a wide variety of different things in there. You get the antioxidants and you get, you get just vitamins in general, mm-hmm. uh, collagen, everything else. So it's, it gets a lot of different things. Plus, whenever you can go whole food, you're better off. And so those three things would be a good thing just to, um, for anybody to take. And I believe they would be worth your time and effort and, and money to do that. Tell me this. What is the, the easiest way to determine whether or not the nutrients you're looking at are synthetic or real? Well, you've you got to see where they're coming from. Usually they'll be extracted from organic sources. Um, and, uh, and sometimes a clinical nutrient that's purely you know, isolated is fine for short term, but you don't want to take those for long term. That's why I try to go with whole foods and as natural substances as possible. If, you, if you're going to take something ongoing, um, in, you know, in clinical practice, uh, you can use strong things periodically to handle infection and, and different um, types of problems that cause inflammation in the body, detoxification and so forth, but you don't want to do that ongoing. Um, maybe periodically, you know, like a detox, but just not not something you want to take you know, day after day, month after month, year after year. Do the do the whole food kinds of nutrients? Do they have some kind of labeling that we should be looking for? Well, they probably so many of them will say extracted from whatever source it is. Okay. So yeah, so you look at it, it'll say you know from grapeseed extract, uh, like resorcitol, something like that. So. They'll give you an idea where they got it from, and that, that would be better than synthetically made, for sure. Good stuff, as always, Dr. Hartz. Thanks so much for the time. We'll talk again in a couple of weeks. Okay, Preston. Have a great day. Thank you, sir. Dr. David Hartz with us. He joins us a couple times each and every month. We want you leaving these segments like this lady right here. Just You know, whistling, happy, skipping. You can, you can almost see the little skip with the clicking of the feet to the side. Woohoo! 46 minutes after the hour, it's the morning show with Preston Scott. Preston Scott. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. On News Radio 100.7, WFLA. Got a road trip idea in a minute or two, but first, quick reminder, FSU football this weekend, they might get lucky with the weather. It's moving a little bit further to the east, which means they're going to get some rain, 
Thursday, Friday, maybe Saturday, but it's at least a little better. That's good news. Pre-game, 9.30 Eastern, 8.30 Central. That's actually kind of cool. I love that. That's like West Coast football kind of stuff, you know? But like, what do you do if you're like a, a West Coast team playing on the East Coast? Oh, you're just messed up. And pregame starts at what? 3 a.m.? <laughs> yeah, when you're waking up. It's just, it's brutal it, to be a team on the on the West and having to play in the East early. Oh. For a noon kickoff? Oh. Golly. I remember playing in tournaments in high school in the holidays and they you'd have a like a nine o'clock game in the morning oh yeah and it was just like uh, uh i know <laughs> i'm used to sleeping in it's like waking up for uh city league flag football for like those 8 30 <laughs> it's like golly this is ridiculous yeah but you you guys are little people yeah you, who right. cares when you're in high school you 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 start to develop some muscle mass and and you got to stretch and you got it's just so hard. Anyway, um I the the plus side of course is that if you're living in the west, you get to watch sports from the moment you wake up in the morning. That's true. All day long and you finish at a reasonable hour so you get a good night of rest. True. But yeah, I mean think about it. The one o'clock games are kicking off at at 10 o'clock in the morning. It's like yeah, I'll have some of that. Anyway, FSU football, 94.9 TNT, 96.5 The Spear in Tallahassee and Panama City and the surrounding area, Rock 94.5. Pre-game, 8.30 Central, 9.30 Eastern this weekend. Before we get to our little roadie, and I got a good one. Florida Fish and Wildlife, chronic wasting disease. They have a confirmed case of it. If you don't know what it is, you're not a deer hunter. Um, maybe you're a deer lover and you don't know what it is. If you see deer that are just look sick, abnormally thin, um, they have found a deer in Holmes County that uh, tested positive for uh, CWD, chronic waste disease. It's a bad thing. And so Fish and Wildlife's asking for a little bit of help. If you see a deer... Anywhere in the listening area that you think is is a worry, uh, 866-293-9282, 866-293-9282, Florida Fish and Wildlife want to know about it. Let's do it. Road trip idea, road trip. Bealton, Virginia. They do it every Sunday, May through October. And wow. I've, looked, I've looked it up. It's a thing. The Flying Circus Air Show. Hmm. Every Sunday through October, old-time flyers got off the ground in 1971 Features aerobatic maneuvers, wing walking, skydiving, formation flyers, vintage aircraft, the barnstorming era of the 30s and 40s, Stearman's Waco biplanes, open cockpit craft. You can, for a fee, ride some of these planes. 
There's a website, flyingcircusairshow.com. Flyingcircusairshow.com. Directions, some of the things that are available. Some really cool stuff. Plus, you can ride uh, one of those open, open cockpit airplanes. Standard ride, 100 bucks. That's not bad. They'll do an aerobatic ride for 180 No, thank you. No. No. I, I'd like to keep my breakfast or lunch in. All right. We're going to come back. My interview with uh, the co-hosts of the podcast that you can listen to on iHeartRadio, The Idaho Massacre. Stephanie Lidecker and Courtney Armstrong joined me yesterday. We talked about the series. We'll set that up, share the interview next. Hour three of the morning show with Preston Scott. The news, a little weather, some traffic is right now. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, Ruminators. Here we are. The third and final hour of the morning show with Preston Scott. At least for today. Thursday, September 14th. Show 5007. That is Grant Allen. Preston Scott. If you are a regular listener of the program, you know about me. My likes, my dislikes. I think any good talk show host is very transparent about their life. It's how we connect as people. You know, little. We, that's how we become friends. You know me. And, and to the extent that I can, I know you because you listen and send in notes and make phone calls and and so, um, you know, I'm a true, true crime podcast guy. Now, I will tell you, I'm very particular about the ones I listen to. I'll start listening to some and go, yeah, I'm not interested in this. I'm not interested in how they do it. I, I'm not. Nah. But I'm interested in the, in the concept because I love to learn how investigators figure things out. I love, I like critical thinking. I'll say it out loud. I, I will say it proudly. I like critical thinking. I'm a fan of it. And I remember coming across the Piketon Massacre podcast, and it was done by Stephanie Lidecker and Courtney Armstrong. They produced it brought in experts and covered it. And what makes them different and this series different, the new one is the Idaho Massacre about what happened November 13th, 2022. Four students, University of Idaho, brutally murdered. They've got a suspect. They don't deal with cold cases. At least that's not their focus. Their focus is on cases that are unfolding. And I find that 
I, I like that because it's newsworthy, it's contemporary, it's what's going on. And so I got a chance to talk with him. I jumped at the opportunity, started with Stephanie, and asked about that decision to to search out cases that were existing and ongoing versus maybe something from the past. I think we just do it based on gut. That Hikton massacre that you're referring to is a story that we did a documentary about, Courtney and I, and it was one of those cases that just would not get out of our heads. And when the massacre in Moscow happened in Idaho, the whole world had a reaction to that, right? So I think we, like everyone else, could not stop watching the television and couldn't imagine something so hideous happening in such an idealist place. And we just kind of started digging in just immediately. Courtney, from your perspective, why tackle a case that's ongoing? So many of the true crime podcasts that we hear and that are available tackle stories from years gone by, whereas you guys focus on cases oftentimes that are still in the court system. Yeah, I, I think it actually goes back to what you brought up but with the Piketon massacre. As Stephanie said, we've been entrenched with that story and, and the people involved in this story for many years now, just personally invested. And when this tragedy happened, there was such obvious connections in Pike County. It was eight family members who were horrifically murdered in one night. And with this story, it was four, you know, four college kids in the absolute prime just beginning their lives and they were each other's chosen family. And we just uh, sort of felt we needed to find out more. How do you... you know? With the, go ahead, Stephanie. Say, yeah, like, sometimes, like, to your point, people do, you know, close-ended cases or cold cases from yesteryear. And I think for us, you can be actionable. So although it comes with a lot of um, different legal stuff that we have to be careful about, and, of course, we can never accuse somebody of murder, and we go through a very long, arduous legal process to make sure everything that we're airing, um, you know, is, is fact-checked and can be supported. The idea that a podcast or a documentary can actually be actionable is, you know, really important to us. And to be honest, so many of our listeners send us information and tips or, or things to look at in a different way that have really shaped how, how we pursue things. And um, the hope is, of course, even in this case in Idaho, to hopefully connect a few dots that maybe law enforcement, frankly, doesn't have the time to. Stephanie Lidecker, the voice you hear there, along with Courtney Armstrong, co-hosts, co-producers, the Idaho Massacre. It's an iHeartRadio true crime podcast. Back with more next on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Preston Scott. Can you fly this plane and land it? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. On News Radio 100.7, WFLA. Stephanie Lidecker and Courtney Armstrong, co hosts of the Idaho Massacre. You can listen to it on the iHeartRadio app. Of course, we're all part of the, the giant iHeart family. Um, I'll, let, I'll let both of you tackle this one. You talked about the reaction that you had to what took place in Idaho. 
How do you separate yourself enough to then investigate it? It's kind of like you're you're in amongst all the trees, but you somehow have to still find a forest view of all of this. How do you do that? You know, I, I think it's gathering as many different perspectives as we can. So whether it's forensic experts, whether it's, you know, it could be really anything. Obviously, since this, this case is so fresh, um, it's not as much sort of law enforcement, but gathering perspectives and people who were there at the time. And I think that helps paint sort of a 360-degree view. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if that answers your question, but that's where I'll start. I, I would say also that I think both cases that you brought up, the Piketon Massacre and this tragedy in Idaho, I think it's the accused it's such a shock, right? So in Piketon, a local family was accused, mm-hmm. a really beloved local family, I might add, was accused of committing a murder of eight. Uh, and they went about their lives as if nothing happened. They're now currently behind bars. And in this case, in Idaho, the idea that the accused is Brian Koberger, who by all accounts was a really, you know, basic, ordinary, unassuming guy who was, you know, a student in the neighboring town and studying to get his Ph.D. in criminology and had tools and information that basically was studying the art of murder. Was that a coincidence or was he in training for many, many years? And, you know, also the spirit of the podcast is if he didn't do it, then who did? It's a pretty big leap to go from a local student in an idyllic town who doesn't have a previous record and seems like a slight you know, maybe quiet guy, but not the air quote boogeyman that we might picture in our heads. If he didn't do it, who did? And is it possible that there's something else in his history that maybe he struck before? Because it's a pretty big jump to go from zero to murdering in such a hideous way for people. It seems impossible to imagine that there wasn't something that happened prior. We've got about a minute left, and I'm going to respect your time limits because I know you're doing the junket, and I know that's got to be just so much fun for you. I'm just curious. You know, you mentioned the Piketon story. We we understood the reason we got down to it, custody, the, the custody of a child. In In this case, how important is it for not just us, the listener, but for you, the producers and co-hosts, to find out why this happened? You know, it's an interesting... Let me be brief about this. Um, I don't know. Is the why, like, what is a good enough answer for that? You know, it's kind of... It's it's kind of impossible. That's just where I stand. I am desperate for the answer because I want to understand how the human brain works, right? So we know what to look for in the wild. We know how to spot the boogeyman in the wild. There has to be a why. And to Courtney's point, maybe that's unanswerable because there's never a satisfying enough answer, certainly with a crime so large. Uh, and in Piketon, the idea that it was custody, it's the kind of stuff that keeps you up at night, right? That you can't imagine that this was the, de- this was the decision. People go to court, but instead we're going to murder eight people. That's the alternative. And in this case, too, it doesn't seem that the, the victims and the accused have a strong enough connection that would even warrant any motive. And I know that there's still so much more to come. And we believe strongly when the trial begins, you know, in the new year, that much of this will be revealed. They are six episodes into the podcast, The Idaho Massacre. It's free. Just 
Give it a listen on the iHeartRadio app. Just look it up. I think you'll be impressed with the work that they do. Um, the things that that the suspect was doing when arrested and what they surveilled him doing in the days before, it's going to be tough for him to overcome. It just is. It's a circumstantial case at this point unless law enforcement has the actual murder weapon, which might be tough, but they've got so much other information and evidence that they've seized and observed and recorded. be interesting to see. But uh, you want justice for the families. 17 minutes after the hour, it's the morning show with Preston Scott. minutes after the hour i know a lot of you have never embraced the podcast world and boy are you missing out why listen to music when you can listen to things that expand your cranium like us i seriously don't listen to music anymore i I do I, i listen to christian music i haven't turned on you know any really i i I hardly listen to music at all. I'm I'm just constantly, you know, and taking stuff in. So. And that's another beautiful thing about the iHeartRadio app. You know, for example, you can just put your favorite artist in, and they'll build a channel around that artist where you'll hear some of their music mixed in with other music that's like it. Uh, I do that with a lot of the Christian artists that I enjoy, and then you've got a, an entire channel that comes up whenever you want of that type of music. And it's free. Yeah, you get the occasional roll-in ad, but that's all right. It's free. It's what you're getting here. You're getting exposure to incredible clients wherever you're listening. Good advertisers that run good businesses. And I I, I just, you know, and, and occasionally you get someone that buys an ad that you, yeah, yeah, not your cup of tea, but that's all right. They have a right to do it. The thing about it is, for me, and, and you know, I don't know when Grant listens. For me, it's it's what I listen to when I'm working in my yard. I'm doing some chores. I'm I'm doing something, and I want my mind occupied. Um, because I'm running heavy equipment, and I don't. I've got the you know, I don't want to listen to the engine of a mower or a weed eater or a hedger or so. I want to listen to something. Now, oftentimes, if 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 I'm just working out in the yard, I enjoy hearing the sounds of nature. It's like being on the golf course. I hate music on the golf course. You you want to anger me? Bring a bring a speaker on a golf course, and I know there are a bunch of people that think I'm just crazy. But that's one of the beautiful things about golf is it's just golf courses are beautiful places. Even bad golf courses are beautiful places. And I just think nature's just to be embraced and enjoyed, but I'm old school when it comes to that stuff. Have you noticed a slight pivot on commercials about vehicles? No, I haven't seen really any commercials recently. Here's the pivot. Hybrids. 
turbocharged, plug and gas. I mean, they're starting to angle a little bit away from all electric all the time. Now, it's still going to come. For example, Ford is now talking up their 2024 F-150 at the Detroit Auto Show. It's a big week for Ford and F-150. Ford Vice President Andrew Frick told Fox Business. We're having a great year. Obviously, F-150 being the crown jewel, we're excited to be launching a new one. Well, how about that? The new F-150 is what they're talking about, and it's it's not the, the Lightning, which is sitting, which people aren't buying. They're talking about the new full-size pickups with new tailgates, the all-new Pro Access tailgate. Multifunctional tailgate gives better access and utilization to the bed. For our customers, you can open the bed while you're actually towing a trailer or boat or whatever. You can actually get in full body. You don't have to compromise your access to the tailgate, and you don't have to take the trailer off to get into it. Smart. Good. GMC was the first to start toying around with the configuration of the tailgate, and I thought it was brilliant what GMC rolled out. It's just interesting. Gas-powered. Get us a new president. Got to do it soon. 2024 to save the industry, to save it from itself, to save some of you from yourselves. Come back with the big stories in the press box. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, and welcome to The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Big stories in the press box brought to you by Custom Care Dry Cleaning. Federal judge declares the revised DACA program deferred action for childhood arrivals, illegal immigrant children, illegal. Slap in the face of Biden like it was a slap in the face to Obama, but they keep they keep rolling it out. Inflation accelerating faster than predicted up 3.7% in August year over year. So it continues. Boy, good good thing we passed the Inflation Reduction Act or it'd really be bad. <laughs> Whistleblower who works for the CIA, a senior level agent for the CIA, testifies to Congress that they were paid to change their view that COVID originated in a Wuhan lab. Lab. Uh, they were paid to say that it it came from uh, natural uh, sources, animals out there in the in the wild. But I want to focus on this. 
as Kevin McCarthy sort of kind of maybe is going to focus on some impeachment of Joe Biden, the White House sends this. It's time for the media to ramp up its scrutiny of House Republicans for an opening impeachment, for opening an impeachment inquiry based on lies. What did they release the memo to the public? Oh, hey, guys, remember, you're supposed to, you, you forgot the agreement, okay? When even House Republican members are admitting that there is simply no evidence that Joe Biden did anything wrong, much less impeachable, that should set off alarm bells for news organizations. For years, Republicans in Congress have tried to muddy the waters by attracting media coverage for their allegations. As they choose to move forward with impeachment, it is the responsibility of the independent press to treat their claims with appropriate scrutiny. Covering impeachment as a process story, Republicans say X, but the White House says Y, is a disservice to the American public who relies on the independent press to hold those in power accountable. I'm going to just stop right there. Remember rule number one of illiberals. They do what they accuse others of doing. They are what they accuse others of being. It's right up there with the first and second laws of thermodynamics. No exceptions. That's how they do. That's what they are. You remember the Russian collusion story? The dossier that was leaked by a former member of the John McCain staff and someone who works with George W. Bush. How the British said that this dude, Christopher Steele, is like a loon and there's nothing in here that can be corroborated. Nothing. Nothing. Where was the press then? Where was the independent look at? And, and honestly, I welcome an independent look at the evidence against Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and their criminal syndicate family. But the media is not going to do it. But, but let's set that aside. The brazenness of the White House to try to tell the media. First of all, they don't need to tell the media how to do their job. They work for them. The mainstream media is on the payroll of the Democrat Party. But this is just over the top. Come back with... um, the story of choosing your foods wisely. All right, let me say on the front end here, when you talk about choosing your foods wisely, I I guess it was my first job. As I think about it, before moving to San Francisco, the Bay Area, to um, work in the restaurant industry and then um, eventually leave it, 
my brother Mike was a just a genius chef, a chef, and he had a a sandwich and oyster bar in Phoenix. The Easy Street Sandwich and Oyster Bar. Just a few tables. It was mostly takeout. Little delivery. I worked in there. I would make sandwiches. I would shuck oysters. And uh, we would get fresh pita bread made every single morning fresh and then delivered to us. And that was one of our most popular selling sandwiches. And this is the early 1970s. This is, this is before alfalfa sprouts was even a thing. My brother was serving them. Thank you very much. And uh, I, I, I will admit, I, I love pita bread sandwiches. Uh, fresh pita bread. Layer it with a little mayo and put some ham or turkey and some yeah, some good stuff inside. It's beautiful. It's just a different way of having a sandwich that tastes really good. But I have never understood oysters. The appeal of oysters to people. Now, I, I will eat clams. I will eat scallops. Shellfish, count me in. I am all about shellfish. Some fish, I'm not a freshwater fish fan, not a fan of bass, not a fan of, of salmon, even though salmon's kind of an either or, um, kind of a, a briny, you know, water type thing. Um, I, I will never understand people that eat raw oysters. And I know for, I, I just, you have to put hot sauce on them for them to even taste like anything. I mean, I'll go. I, just you're just anyway. Um, Galveston, Texas. Dude in his thirties with a suppressed immune system. I want to highlight that. Ate some raw oysters that had a bacteria. Vibriosis. It is a bacteria found in uh, shellfish, oysters, that kind of thing that are, are served raw in the warmer months. It's a summertime thing in the water. Causes nausea, vomiting, chills, cramping, fever. And death usually only happens to those with a suppressed immune system. Now, this guy's in his 30s. But for whatever reason, was a health-compromised guy. 95% of seafood-related deaths are caused by this particular um, bacterium. Symptoms 12 to 72 hours after consumption. Symptoms come real quickly. This guy didn't make it. I'm bringing it up for a couple reasons. Number one, I just... No offense if you like raw oysters. I'm just, I am not down with that. And you cannot convince me that raw oysters have a taste worth dying for. I'm sorry. There's just nothing in that that says I'm going to roll the dice because it's that good. Oysters aren't that good. I just don't believe they are. I've looked at them. You've never tasted them. No, I haven't. And I'm not gonna, because I feel like I'm swallowing a booger. That's what that looks like. Now, no, no. But here's the bigger issue. Suppressed immune system. Who's walking around with a suppressed immune system? Candidly, 
just about everybody that got that stinking vaccine. Tomorrow on the program, you'll get to vote on the toys nominated for the National Toy Hall of Fame. Do they make the cut? Didn't know they had such a thing. Heck yeah. So we cover it. Certainly. So are there already inductees or is this yes. the... Okay. Absolutely. And they've got a new batch of toys under consideration for addition to the National Toy Hall of Fame. Because I'm thinking, you know, the universally loved and adored like Green Army men would be Toy Hall of Fame. Like every every young guy had a pair, you know, or a, a batch of the Green Army men growing up. And that's what we're going to be talking about. Who hasn't had the Army guy with the parachute? True. That you throw up in the air and watch him deploy that chute and come down. Right? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to talk about the National Toy Hall of Fame because the nominees are out. And I would love to know if you people, all of you, you yeah, people. even even you, you over there driving the electric, the EV, I'm going to get to you in a second on a story here. Even you, I want to know what you think about the uh, Toy Hall of Fame nominees. That's tomorrow. Good news, headlines from the B, and of course, what's the beef? Friday, love Friday on the program. I'll tell you what I think is going to happen in the FSU football game too. FAMU plays as well. Western Florida home opener. Home opener. FAMU at home at Bragg Memorial Stadium. Um, a yellow line stretching 23 miles southbound I-95 starting uh, the Acosta Bridge in Jacksonville ending in St. John's County Road 210 in St. Augustine. Yellow line, weaving in and out of lanes. Yellow line. Florida Department of Transportation believes someone was spilling paint out of a truck. <laughs> Intentional? Accidental? Don't know. Here's the part I wanted to point out. Not only is it a mystery, but they are warning those of you that have self-driving vehicles to switch off the feature. Because your car is going to read that yellow line and become all manner of confused. Just saying. Oh, what a world we live in. Brought to you by Barino Heating and Air. It's the Morning Show 180 on WFLA. I'm doing it. Our verse today. <laughs> I remembered. 2 Corinthians 5.20. That's where we started the show. Right there. Boom. Dropping a little God's word on you as we begin the day. Big stories in the press box. Federal judge again declares the DACA program unlawful. What does that mean? Again. That means, as I've been telling you, Democrats don't care what courts say. They do what they want. And that should be another wake-up call to many of you. Inflation accelerating in August. Fuel prices are up just in time for the winter season. Yes. People travel and 
put fires in their fireplace with their gas. Yeah, great news. Whistleblower says CIA officials were paid to change their view that COVID originated in the Wuhan lab. Six out of seven on the team, according to a senior level CIA agent, believed that it was created in a lab. And they were paid money to change their opinion. Nothing like science, huh? Isn't that great? White House demanding that the media attack Republicans over the impeachment inquiry. I've got another story on that tomorrow that's horrifying. And I mean literally, it's horrifying. And it speaks to, yes, it must be that they're onto something. Well, we all know they are. It's just a matter of whether they'll finish the search. Ford reveals a 2024 F-150 at the Detroit Auto Show. It's going to start at about $35,600. It's got a new tailgate. Oh, and it's powered by gas. Just saying. Hmm, How about that? Texas man dies from raw oyster dinner linked to bacteria in the shellfish. Suppressed immune system. If you have a suppressed immune system, you might stay clear of uh, eating raw seafood. Time blindness, an issue for the Gen Zers. And a New York woman looking for a husband just holds up a sign. Talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.